morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana back again for another episode in our podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And the everyday life part is the most central to all of this. What looks like everyday life and what one might think, oh, that's just boring routine life. No, 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 no. The Zen wisdom has a whole other way of looking at our everyday life, every moment life. So the topic for today, for this episode, is a very interesting one to me, and it is called, If You Live Truly, You Will See Truly. I love this one so much. In a way, this is the heart. This is the heart of Zen practice. You know, so many of us, all of us, we're searching for the truth, even when we're little. Even if we don't know we're searching for the truth, there's a natural confusion or bewilderment that we're born into. When we're little, maybe very little, no, not so much bewilderment, fun, wonder, play, and beauty, too and laughter, but also for some, for many, tears, upset, confusion. Ultimately, we don't understand what are we really doing here. One minute it's wonderful, one minute it's difficult, one minute it's raining, one minute there's sun, one minute this, one minute that. So eventually, all our strategies and our ways of feeling planted, rooted, secure, safe, begin to tumble around a bit, especially as we get older and we we leave that childhood trust. And that's an interesting word. There's a natural trust in childhood. We trust the moment. We trust our games. We trust the play. We even trust our parents initially anyway. <laughs> organically, naturally. We open our eyes, we trust that the sky is there and it's blue and it's beautiful. This, this, that kind of trust in life itself wavers as we grow older. And sadly, it's often replaced by a sense of confusion, bewilderment. Something's off. We don't know what exactly. We begin to search in one way or another. Maybe we're searching for a best friend of somebody we can trust. Maybe we're searching for a new, a new um, bicycle. Maybe we're searching as we go older to get good grades in school, when maybe we're searching for the right job, but we're searching for the truth. We're searching for something deep down that will be like an anchor and will show us the actual way to live our lives that are best, that will minimize the confusion and the ups and downs and that will minimize the difficulties that we inevitably face. So there is a kind of a search. Now for some of us, some of us become seekers. For this experience becomes more intense for some and they actually devote much of their lives to seeking, studying, truth, prayer, meditation, discussions, spiritual practices. Oh, there are many, many, many ways to become a seeker of truth. Ashrams, Zen centers, monasteries, retreats, 
solitary retreats, all beautiful, different, you know, all the religions, they're very beautiful, basically. All of them, they all the fundamental teachings of all the different pathways, if you look at them, if you look at what is said on the paper, <laughs> they're beautiful, of course, mostly beautiful. Some of them here and there, some we find things that might be disturbing, but fundamentally the teaching itself, find different ways to find truth. You could call it find God, find love, find peace, whatever word you want to use. There are many, many, many teachings and many writings on the paper about read. We, some of us read for days and days. We have discussions. We listen to lectures and so forth. And not, none of this is bad. It's natural. It's inevitable. It's fine. But there is also a big danger here now, too. Some of us go from one path to the next, seeing which one feels best for us. And, you know, a whole life can be spent absorbing texts and wisdoms and discussions. Now, this process itself is good, it's fine, but it can also become a buffer from, and it can become a substitute for life itself, your everyday life, as if your everyday life, life itself, and this wisdom is somehow separate, two different things. We hear sometimes people say the spiritual and the mundane. I, I No, no, no. <laughs> There's one life, one breath. Dangerous to start separating these things out. And this study, of course, in discussion and meditation, it can become very comforting and fulfilling in its own right, but that's fine, but in a sense, if we use it as a replacement, as a way to separate from life itself, then it becomes a danger to us and to others as well. Then, believe it or not, it doesn't take us where we really want to go. We want to, as the saying above said, we want to see truly. We want to see the truth. Who are we? Where are we going? What is this life all about? Where are we heading down the long road to the end? The endless end, as we say in Zen, no end. The endless end. We're, you know, these are very important and fundamental questions. Now, there is one sure way open to everyone to see truly, one way that is open to everyone. This is a way that actually cannot fail. You can't get caught in the briars, in the sophistry. You know, sometimes, I, I know in my life, in my experience, I saw a lot of people preaching one thing, speaking one thing, studying one thing, and their behavior would be very different, which caused me personally a lot of distress. How could they be so deeply praying and studying and speaking so wonderfully, and yet their life itself very, very different? This is a koan, by the way. It was for me, it still is for me, a Zen koan about bringing these wonderful teachings to life, making them real. You know, this weekend, I heard a very, very wonderful thing from someone who was at my home. We actually had a reading of a new play of mine, which was a wonderful afternoon. And this person who was present, 
he he is a, a conductor, a musician, and he said, and I thought it was wonderful, he said, you know, notes on the page are only notes until you play them. Then they turn into music. And I thought, wow, that's it. Then they become alive. Words on the page are only words until you live them. Then they become into music. Then you, they become alive. So this one sure way that's open to everyone, the way that cannot fail, it doesn't require that you be well-versed in one thing or another. You don't have to be smarter, stronger, or superior to anyone at all. As the quote, the beautiful quote above says, if you live truly, you will see truly. Mm, beautiful. Just be true. Be true. Be true to yourself and to each other. Don't get snared in lies, games, power plays, role playing, image making, all of that manipulation of all kinds. Now, it's inevitable in a way that that's what samsara, that's what this life is. All of that. Say no to that. Don't just be true. Give up maneuvering anyone at all, including yourself. What an amazing practice. And actually, in its essence, that is what Zen practice is to me. That's just the way I see it. We sit in the silence and we watch. We become aware, aware, aware of how we are acting, feeling, thinking, behaving, and aware of many, many other things as well. Now, this awareness is wonderful. We're shining a flashlight on the truth of who we are at that moment, of what the moment is, of what another person is. Now we've got to take that off the cushion. <laughs> it's so important to live truly, to say what's true for us, to stand planted on our own feet and in our own reality, not get pulled off into someone else's dream. You can be very kind and also be very clear about who you are and where you stand and what is true for you. How do you use your words? Are you using them to harm or to judge or to slander? We use your words carefully to speak your truth. That's different from using the words to manipulate and maneuver and so forth and so on. If you live truly, you will see truly. Well, how come How come if you live that way, you will see the truth? That's a very interesting presumption, just all embedded in that statement. If you live truly, you will see truly. Because the truth, a deeper truth, is that whatever we see is what we are. Ultimately, all we see in the world outside us or all we can ever see is ourselves. That's so interesting. We project very, very much of who we are out into that outside world, which is, becomes like a mirror for us. 
when we attract someone into our life that we just cannot bear, well, that person is something in ourselves that we cannot bear. They're reflecting it to us. Or, on the other hand, when we fall deeply in love with someone, we're so drawn to them, we're so happy to see them and be with them, well, that person, too, <laughs> is reflecting something deep within ourselves, a part of ourselves. If you want to see truth, be truth. Sometimes people see only negativity, angry people, scheming people around them. Well, they're projecting from within themselves. If you want to see love, be love. <laughs> the more loving you are, the more you will feel and see love all around you. Rather than blame others, which is what, unfortunately, many, all of us, we're wired to blame, to look for the problems outside, out there somewhere. But if we live truly, we see the difficulty within, we see it, we don't judge it, we don't hate it, we see it, and by seeing it, we can allow it to leave as well. And then we don't have to project it all over the world outside of ourselves as well. That's called being responsible, responsibility, <clears throat> taking responsibility for what the world is around us, what our world is. You know, we carry our worlds with us. You can be in New York, you can be in California, you can be in the mountains, at the ocean. We carry our world, doesn't matter where. We carry our world within us and we take it along. <laughs> Come on along. And then we project that wherever we are. So let's practice just living truly. Oh, I love that. Let's make these wonderful teachings, which you can read in all the different books and on all the different lectures, and that you can discuss for hours and hours. Let's take these teachings. As my friend said, these, they're like notes, musical notes on a page. They're guidelines. But let's play the music. <laughs> let's take them into our life and then we can begin to sing and hear music and make it alive. As you do that, you will feel and be and know what your life is truly about, what you're here for, and how joyous, how wonderful it can be and it actually is. You know, this is a fundamental teaching which applies to those of all religions, races, pra practices. It's across the board. It doesn't really matter what your nationality, your belief system is. Just live truly. And you know when two people who are living truly meet, it doesn't matter where they come from, what they believe. They recognize one another right away. Their hearts open. And they begin to sing, <laughs> meaning they begin to share. They begin, they rejoice. They rejoice. Well, it's almost time in a few moments to, to end for today. I'm so sorry. The time always goes so quickly. Before, I, before we do, I like to give a little exercise so we can take this again and make it 
something that we can integrate into our lives. How can, You can say to me, well, how can we live truly? That's a very, it seems like a simple statement, but it's not. It's a pretty big statement. Well, okay, yes, it's true that it is a big statement. So how can we begin to actualize this? The, the first way is just to watch and see ways, <coughs> excuse me, ways in which you may not be behaving in a way that's true to yourself. Are you going along with something that's really not congruent for you? Are you speaking just to make someone feel good or to get them out of the way? Is the direction your life is going in the same that as that which you truly want and long for? Just take a look at it. Take a look at the roles you're playing in your relationships. Are they, are they, are they roles? Are you doing a dance with someone else? Or is it a true expression of you, of who you are? It's a wonderful way to begin, just to notice. You could write it down. And then maybe for today or tomorrow, just one. <laughs> Take, eliminate just one. Straighten it up. Get back on course. Make that one action or word or relationship in one moment true to who you are. We start simple and small. Little tiny steps really make a difference and they really add up. So, you know, write to me. I love receiving all your emails. I love being in touch with you. I'm happy to discuss this personally with you. My email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And as you know, the website for our podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. This Sunday, um, yeah, the, I, this Sunday's Father's Day, by the way, again, June 16th. I will be out at Malloy College in Rockville Center with a wonderful Innis Father's Zen group offering a talk and some encouragement. And then we're doing a wonderful workshop, Acting Zen. We're going to act out a koan, which we did before. It's very enjoyable and illuminating. And again, it's really about taking the koans, taking the practice, and really experiencing them right down to our flesh and bones. So if you're anywhere out there and you're near there, you're most welcome to join us. I would love to meet you. I've actually met some people from the podcast, which has been a delight, who have come and joined in different ways. Again, thank you so much for listening. If, if you're interested at all, I started another podcast, a little different, with adding more psychological and philosophical Information is called bestselfbooks.com, and that podcast, Your Best Self, is there too. There's more and more offerings because it's needed and because it's requested. There are also short audiobooks on, on, that, on that website, which could be very helpful, only 40 minutes long, and some of them deal with mindfulness, Zen, and other, other topics that you might enjoy. At any rate, for today, I thank you. Thank you for being here. I thank you for listening. And I certainly wish you a beautiful week. Live truly. Take it moment by moment. Of course, when we're on the cushion, we're just breathing. We're being, we can't be not true to ourselves. There we are. So just take it off the cushion. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. <laughs>